Hello and welcome to the 107 podcast with myself, Ash, and my co-host, Jacob. Jacob messaged me this morning and said, hey, do you want to record a pod? And I was like, sure, but what do we have to talk about, right? And he just messaged back and said, Andretti. I was like, fair yeah. enough, we can talk a little bit about Andretti. You know, it's kind of today. big. I'd argue yeah. maybe the biggest news today. There was one other big bit of news. Do you want to know what that one was? So you mentioned Andretti, and I was like, okay, maybe we can make this little series of quick hit podcasts or yeah. anything like that. You know, just like a quick 20-minute recording. Yeah. And then it was like the universe heard me, and mm. I was like, no, we can give you something to talk about today. And the, and the, the Lego mental. set was released. The, oh, the yes, Lego that was set. it. Yeah, that was it. That's the only other the Lego Ayrton Center. Is it the MP44? MP4-4, yes. Uh, it retails yeah. for about £80, I want to say. So, yeah, definitely pick that one up. Worldwide? Or... Uh, available worldwide? Well, I, I believe it's select regions is what it is. But like, yeah. if you live I mean, in the world. This is why I wore this, because it's red and white. Yes, so I thought, yes. Close but to you... the colour theme of the car. Hot. Hold on a second. You seem to be wearing a a, a cap with Mercedes. You I can't mix and match. Why would why on earth would with you be Lewis Hamilton logo on the back? Ah, but Lewis Hamilton doesn't drive for Ferrari. So why are you wearing a Mercedes hat and a Ferrari hoodie? That seems wrong. Well, as of eighteen minutes ago, <laughs> <laughs> what have I missed something? Oh my god, man! I was on a Zoom call this mm. morning with the entire team. And I got a message from a friend who occasionally watches. This is how far spread the news is, right? Oh, yeah. Occasionally watches F1, but it's not like a deep fan or anything like that. Mm. Occasionally watches it. And he sent me a screenshot like Lewis Hamilton to leave Mercedes and join Ferrari in 2025. I looked at it. Oh, this is probably some bullshit or anything like that. I was going to respond. It's probably some rumors or Photoshop. And then I saw it was from Sky Sports F1. And I was like, oh, this is serious. So as I'm trying to pay attention to this meeting, I'm slowly on my personal laptop just saying, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? And everything is like, Lewis Hamilton's going to Ferrari in 2025. Lewis Hamilton's leaving Mercedes. And I'm like, and then like, well, you, we knew you were messaging and you were like, mm. it's Sky Sports, but no other outlets reported it. Yeah. That's kind of true. He does make a point, but it is Sky Sports. And then, or oh, hell, just broke loose. So if you're listening to this podcast or watching it, um, but listening on your preferred podcast platform, and obviously you're subscribed. Uh, but you will, of course, have heard the news because, like, even my gran heard, who has watched the F1 once in our entire life. She was like, oh, look, Lewis Hamilton's going to Ferrari. And I'm like, yep, yeah, great. Like, even you know somehow. So if you don't know, it's happened. So we're obviously here to not break the news to you, but to discuss what it means or what it could mean. Um, but yeah, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. The only reason why I didn't believe it, even though Sky Sports posted it, I don't really trust Sky Sports, I'll be completely honest. Um, but the reason why I didn't trust it is because it did say more news will follow. So there was no like, it was reported by Blair. It was just for like, he's leaving for Ferrari, more news to follow. That was it. That was why I was like, there's no, like, I don't have any, um, any trust in that statement as of yet and then i heard from a few sources and then i saw other people picking up and i was like mm, i'm not entirely sure based off of the other sources as well but then i i had some contacts reach out to me and were like mm, yeah something's happening um yeah so this this oh, i mean the mercedes amg f1 website is crashed is 
Well, I've managed to get onto it so I can see the statement. Oh, yeah. Go for um, it. Why don't, why don't you read the quick statement? But I, I, I don't know if you can tell from the reflection of my glasses that the website's so broken. It's just black and white and there's giant Facebook logos and X logos as I scroll down. Jesus. But, I saw um, the X one flash past in their glasses, yeah. <laughs> right, can you, it, there's the Facebook one, if you can see the yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, um, I won't refresh it so I can read it. Um, so this is the official uh, Mercedes-AMG F1 yep. uh, statement. Uh, title, Mercedes-AMG Patronus F1 team and Lewis Hamilton to part ways. Mercedes-AMG Patronus F1 team and Lewis Hamilton will part ways at the end of the 2024 season. Lewis has activated a release option in the contract announced last August, and this season will therefore be his last driving for the Silver Arrows. The news brings an end to what is currently a 17-year-long relationship in F1 with Mercedes-Benz and an 11-year-long partnership with the works team. Toto Wolff, team principal and CEO, commented, in terms of a team driver pairing, our relationship with Lewis has become the most successful in the sport scene, and that's something we could look back on with pride. Lewis will always be an important part of Mercedes motorsport history. However, we knew our partnership would come to a natural end at some point, and that day has now come. We accept Lewis's decision to seek a fresh challenge, and our opportunities for the future are exciting to contemplate. But for now, we still have one season to go, and we are focused on going racing. <laughs> we went racing, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> going racing to deliver a strong 2024. Lewis Hamilton added, I've had an amazing 11 years with this team, and I'm so proud of what we have achieved together. Mercedes has been part of my life since I was 13 years old. It's a place where I've grown up, so making the decision to leave was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. But the time is right for me to take the step, and I'm excited to be taking on a new challenge. I will be forever grateful for the incredible support of my Mercedes family, especially Toto for his friendship and leadership, and I want to finish on a high together. I'm 100% committed to delivering the best performance I can I can this season and making my last year with the Silver Arrows one to remember. So wow. I wow. think just to give three things, I think we need to cover... Whoa, 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 whoa. I have one thing. Whoa, whoa. No, no, just, just very well done, things. really. That, that was great. That was very good. <laughs> Thank you. Is why is he leaving? Mm -hmm. Why is he joining Ferrari? Mm -hmm. And it will replace him. Uh, I think the three key topics we mm -hmm. should go over. Can I very so quickly follow up? Because yep. Ferrari have in the last few seconds released a statement as well. And they have said... Go on the website. Team statement. Oh, you can, oh, you can read it. All team right. statement. Let's go. Scuderia Let's go. Ferrari is pleased to announce that Lewis Hamilton will be joining the team in 2025 on a multi-year contract. Multi-year. So it hasn't said the, the length of the contract. I would presume two. But I don't know. However... Ferrari have now confirmed it because obviously we had one piece of the puzzle which was Mercedes confirming it and now we have the other piece yeah so yeah so that's what I was looking I at my phone at when I when I was yeah, when yeah, yeah. talking I was trying to find it and confirm it it's um, good timing so yeah there so, we go yeah. so right. where do we start first thing oh well, we'll start with why do you think he's leaving Mercedes forget he's joining Ferrari why would Lewis Hamilton want to leave Mercedes? Three reasons. Right. I'm going to give you my three reasons. One, he hates Toto. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so one <laughs> is he's always dreamed of driving for Ferrari. Uh, everyone is a Ferrari fan. 
Uh, and Lewis is no exception to that. He's even if they take, they're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, even if you go down to the Mercedes guys and you ask them what is the greatest brand in the world. <laughs> uh, no, so so every every single driver on that grid, other than maybe Carlos Sainz right now, uh, will want to drive for Ferrari at any point in their career. Uh, it is arguably Ferrari are bigger than the sport. Ferrari are even given as bigger. Um, slice of the pie from formula one purely because of the pull that ferrari have that's to give you how big this team is they are potentially bigger than the sport lewis hamilton is potentially bigger than the sport itself as well so it's a combination of giants that's reason number one uh number two is it's just before a regulation change uh and that's exactly the sort of time that lewis decided to jump from mclaren to mercedes and it seemed to work out pretty well for him um, and so, essentially, he's maybe seeing as a, a bit of a gamble, but also he gets to drive for Ferrari, going back to reason one. Reason number three uh, is because the, the the Mercedes just isn't as competitive as he wants it to be. If he, ha if he knew that there was a chance in 2026 to win another, another championship, I think he would take it. He would have stayed. But... I think that he's gambling because he doesn't know because the regulation changes are are completely up in the air. Nobody really knows who's going to come out on top in 2026. So he's taking a bit of a gamble and working for the, the brand that his hero won seven world championships at. And what a better narrative. This is number, reason number four that I've just sort of realised. His hero is Senna, though. Uh, but Schumacher. I thought you'd love Schumacher. Yeah, his hero is Senna. Yeah, but I thought you loved Schumacher. I mean, you might love Schumacher. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, all right. Anyway, so I know what you mean. Yes, so, yes. So bleh, brain fart. Anyway, so <laughs> but reason number four will be that. Can you imagine if he I like wins? You're at three reasons. And yeah, reason and now I'm four. four. <laughs> it's, it's the ADHD talking. Um, but so, can you imagine if he went to Ferrari, wins his eighth world championship, and then just retires? That would be the greatest exit of anyone in a sport ever. Yep, I think I agree with all of them. I think it's a win-win situation for Lewis. Um, mm -hmm. He goes to Ferrari, which, like you said, every driver, even in Formula One or not, wants to drive yeah. for Ferrari. Absolutely. So he's hit bar Red Bull, but they don't have the history yet. He's mm. there with Mercedes. He's there with McLaren. He's there with Ferrari. I mean, that's a CV in itself, Yeah. Right? He's going to get paid. Let's also just address the elephant in the room. He's going to get paid a shit ton of money. Oh, 100%. He will have, he, I guarantee you, Lewis Hamilton will have the biggest contract ever in terms of yearly salary. Guarantee it. I'd like to, I'd like to see what the uh, reports would be, but gonna he's be obviously going to get paid a ton of money. Yeah. Right? So the win-win is he goes to Ferrari... It works out. He becomes a world champion. He's basically cemented as a goat. I yeah. don't think anyone for a long time could do what he's done with the teams he's done it with. He doesn't win because this is why I think that he basically is going to retire post Ferrari. Probably, he goes yeah. to Ferrari. He doesn't win, but he builds his brand exponentially because he's now like he's big. He's mm. going to get even bigger now associated with Ferrari. Mm. He'll get paid a ton of cash. It's going to open up so many doors for him. What he wants to do with music and fashion and he all the diversity anything. programs. Yeah. He's running, and I think that's it is a win-win for him, and I think it's 
it is the right move at the right time frame. Yep. Also, I now that you mentioned Carlos, this is the second time that Carlos got screwed over. Because remember when uh, yep. they swapped the Red Bull and Toro Rosso drivers? Yep. I was like, we're going to put Max in the Red Bull, not Carlos. But he was like, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that he's seen the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I, I think also now we can move on to like the Y Ferrari mm. um, is in the last two years with the regulation changes and considering there's not going to be many changes for 2024 and 2025, um, they're the closest team to Red Bull. Right. They are the closest. They're the ones that Charles is putting on pole a lot more. They're going, yeah, but apart from the strategy and all that car wise, they are the closest team, right? They started off. Sure about that one. I'm talking about the last sure. two years overall. I'm talking about the last two years okay. overall. Okay. Showing off your McLaren hoodie. Okay. Right. They, they were the quickest car at the start of 2022. Yeah. They were the only team to win a race last year yeah. by Red Bull. So if there's any team that's kind of showing that they're the team that could potentially challenge Red Bull, I know obviously McLaren have had a, a great resurgence in the second half of 2023. It is Ferrari. Yeah. So, and he's got a relationship with Fred Mercedes. That's, well, that's, I think, one of the big things as well is that Fred is making moves. Uh, <laughs> so, I think that he sees there's a light at the end of the tunnel type thing. Yeah. And I think that, especially if you're Lewis, if you're Ferrari right now, right? Here's a hypothetical. You know, you've got Lewis for 26, uh, for 25 and 26, right? So, yeah. maybe they pull a Haas and they put everything into that 26 car and i mean everything because can you imagine how much bloody money you would make if you delivered lewis hamilton his eighth world title after what happened can you imagine that's a printable money that is literally printable money so if you're fred Vasseur, you could potentially take that tactical like nobody's going to catch red bull in these regulation changes unless something outrageous happens this season nobody's catching them as far as i'm concerned um, whether or not yeah, they yeah. will finish I, the I, constructors I think... first for the next two years, I think is a big question mark on their second driver. However, there's no catching Max in that Red Bull this regulation. None. I think, yeah, Lewis has realised that. Yep. And Ferrari have realised mm. that. So they're like, look, we're just going to focus on 2026. We've both got the same goal. This is just theoretical. Join this us in just... 2025. Yeah. Because you'll get used to the team. The you'll get used to the people. They've got people in from Mercedes, so mm. Lewis will know some of the staff. He's yeah. got a year to learn Italian. Yeah. <laughs> he does, yeah. He's got a year to learn Italian. I, I, you know what? Let's talk while we're talking about Ferrari, mm. because I think he's been overlooked quite a lot in this. It's like, let's talk Charles Leclerc. No. What's going through his head? Let's, let's not, very quickly, because I would also like to, like to back up your point as well, because have you seen the stock price for Ferrari at the moment? Yeah, that's not because of Lewis Hamilton. What is it then? It's, they, they released their financials, that's why. Are you absolutely sure? Yes. Because it's, it is gone they, really, up. No, no, it, it's, not, it's not Lewis Hamilton. You, to be fair, you know more about stonks than I do. So, so. so here's, here's the thing. This, this is why you have to be very careful about what you say. Because mm. if you release news that affects share prices and people are like, hold on, you knew Lewis Hamilton was coming... So you release this news in the morning because the share price will go up and you sell mm. your shares and all that. It's 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 basically illegal, right? You can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I do understand. I do understand. They're, they're pretty, probably did have some impact. It a little would have bit. had a bit of impact, sure. A bit of impact. But the majority of it is because they released their financials recently. Mm. That's why. 
So. Okay. All right. Fine. But please, Charles, but, but, Charles Leclerc. Right. If you're Charles Leclerc, yeah. How are you feeling right now? You've just had a even further extended contract. You yeah. were probably one of the best paid drivers on the grid. Uh, do you think he knew? No, it is one of the best paid drivers. Do you think grid. he knew? Do I think he knew? Do you think um, he knew? Apparently, apparently, Toto was only told yesterday. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That is, that is outrageous. I find that outrageous. And the fact that all of this has come around so quickly makes me think that Toto had a bit more confidence that Lewis would stay and this has come as a bit of a surprise. Like either he wasn't I, uh... expecting it to come through so soon or um, he wasn't fully aware of everything that was going on. Type, like, like he didn't know it was like so far in advance talks type thing. Okay. All right. Let, let's split this into two talking points. Let's yeah. start with Charles. Yes. Do I think he knew? I think he, I think he may have known. Because he's going to want reassurances on mm. how he gets treated within the team. Because if you're Charles Leclerc and you wake up to Instagram saying Lewis Hamilton is now signed, you're like, what does this mean for me and the team? Right? I'm the punch and I don't boy. Think Fred, what? Yeah, I don't think Fred runs his ship like that. I think he would have told him, like, look, we are looking at Lewis Hamilton. Probably. I don't think Charles has a problem. I think he would welcome it. But he's like, look, I want equal treatment in terms of everything yeah. inside the car and outside the car. Right? That's probably what he would, and that's probably why he signed. Mm. Uh, the extension as well. Um, do you think he knew? I'm going to go with no. Okay, so you think he found out like the rest of us. But... Or I, maybe he found out like Fred called him on the day. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon he wasn't told directly. But okay. you're, if you're an F1 driver, you're not stupid. Like, you, you know rumours and you, like, you know what's happening. And these, yeah. He would have had an inkling, but I don't think he would have been directly told purely because it would have made contract negotiations a lot easier. That's why I'm thinking he probably didn't know. Because okay. if right. you know that you're just about to hire Lewis Hamilton, you might ask for a bit more money. <laughs> or a bit less, because you're like, you're paying Lewis Hamilton 50 million a year and you're only giving me 30. What the fuck, Fred? What the... <laughs> so, I, you know, it, it, it might have been that. But also, how must Carlos be feeling right now? I know. These, there are so many questions. Right, hold on, let's, hold on. Let's, 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 talk, let's talk. Let's talk. Charles. Let's talk Toto. No, no, we've done oh, Charles. Let's oh talk Toto. <laughs> yeah, and then let's talk Carlos. Yeah, because like we, we can't just we could talk hours. Right. This, yeah. This is so the rumor is, is easily the biggest news of F one twenty four. Easy. Yeah. Like yeah. Easy. It, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> so the rumor, like you said, was apparently Toto Wolf didn't find out until. Today or yesterday? Yeah, uh, yesterday. He found out yesterday. Now, I understand. I mean, we both understand how the real world works, right? It's a cutthroat world. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You have to look out for yourself, right? So I'm sure if that's what happened, it's like, well, you know, Lewis is just going to look out for himself, and you know, you think you know someone you don't know, or whatever. But I, I can't imagine Toto just found out yesterday. Uh, if I, I just can't, I can imagine Lewis so having conversations I, with him saying, "Look, I can I'm going to explore other options." Out, like, like found out for certain. Yesterday. That's what I think. Yeah, he found out for certain yesterday. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Lewis will tell him, "Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Me and my team are looking at other options, and if something comes up, I could take it. Mm. But out of once I know, you'll know, and." Maybe this goes into like why it's like a whole 12 months in advance. It gives yeah. them 
him and time to like find another driver for 2025. Yeah, so it gives them a year to to find someone, which I guess nicely, unless you have any more thoughts on it, nicely segues into who we think could replace Lewis. Yeah, no, I, let's be honest. I think that if it were the other way around, so I think that if Toto were to be going to a different team, let's say he becomes team principal of Ferrari, let's say it's almost the exact same move, right? I think it would have been handled in almost the exact same way, to be completely honest with you. Um, and I think that I haven't seen it, but I don't think anybody should be having a go at someone or blaming Toto or blaming Lewis or Fred or whatever. It is what it is. And I don't I mean, want to see that shit. So I'm just, also, just going to put that out there. If you think about it, relate it to like your own personal life and experience mm. you've had, right? If yeah. you're looking for another job, you don't go around to your friends and colleagues and families and all that saying, yeah, I think I'm exploring other options. It's usually yeah. like you'd come to me, Jake, and say, oh, by the way, I'm leaving. I've handed yeah. in my notice. I'm like, wow, where are you going? You know, wish you all the best on that. So the, I guess if you look at it that way, it makes sense. Yeah, the only the only time that you would ever do that as a normal person is you say, look, I've got a job offer from Ferrari. Yeah. You can either match it <laughs> or, or not. Like, like it's yeah. up to you. I'm going or you can keep me and you can pay me the same money. That's the only real reason why you would ever tell a boss before accepting a job, realistically. Um, but... That's not the way that Formula One works. No. And it is a dog dog world. It just is. Mm -hmm. When you've got 20 spaces. Yeah. That's it. So, oh, um, I have a bulletproof theory backed up by uh, Nick DeVries data. Go on. (laughs) On who I think is going to be the driver. Nick DeVries. Nick DeVries data. You know how I... Expertly predicted that Nick DeVries would beat Yuki Snowden. No, no, no. I was just saying Nick DeVries for the seat. <laughs> based on data. No. Do you want to hear it or do you want to give your thoughts first? Uh, so you seem to have a theory. I, I'm I going to give it one of two. I'm going to say that the there are uh, one of three, sorry. There are two realistic options, right? Okay. Uh, one is that uh, they bring Sebastian Vettel out of retirement, but that is the unlikely scenario. Okay, so that's unrealistic. That's not unrealistic. Sorry, I was completely distracted. That's the unrealistic. The realistics are Alex Albon or Fernando Alonso. Those, for me, are the two realistics. You don't think Carlos Sainz or Checo Perez or who's the young driver? Who's the young driver? Uh, Frederick Vestey. His name? Not Vesti, the other guy. Kimi Antonelli. Uh, Kimi Antonelli. You don't think any of them? No. Kimi Antonelli is too junior. He's only just about to join F2. So to immediately give him an F1 seat is outrageous. Not if Um, he smashes it in F2? uh, Yeah, but it's too early to tell. So do Mercedes want to snap someone up really quickly? Or do they want to leave it to chance? If you're Toto... Oh, no, they'll they'll wait. They'll they'll wait. They'll snap someone up. Immediately, think, I think they will do that. I think they're gonna best to get somebody in before city season in summer break, like before city think, season. I think they'll wait. I don't I think, think they will. Wait. I think they'll wait. So I think it's gonna be Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Let me tell you. That's... Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got Lewis mm-hmm. all the way up to the 2024 season. Yeah. Right? That's when Fernando's contract ends. Yeah. 2025, same regs, same cars, and then 2026 is a big change. Yeah. So if I'm Mercedes, I offer Fernando 
a one plus one deal. Yeah. Right? If I'm Fernando, I take that. It's if Aston Martin are still the same, yeah. Or if they regress, it's like what's the harm in getting to Mercedes, especially if he sees what they do throughout the season. Oh yeah, exactly. And yeah. It's good. I completely agree. And then if he doesn't win, I think he calls it time. That gives them an empty seat for new regulations and pretty much their pick of the bunch in young drivers, existing drivers. Yeah. Uh, I think it makes logical sense. But Formula One is not logical, so we'll no, see. No, true. Um, it's also... And him and George have a good bromance. That's the thing. So uh, I, I'd also heard a rumour that um, Toto Wolff almost immediately contacted Fernando Alonso's representatives. Flavio? He contacted Flavio? Ooh. Almost immediately. Yeah. I mean, you can see why, can't you? And also, if you think about it, it's him... Charles, Lewis, and Max are like the big four who are like beyond the sport. Like most people yes. know those drivers outside of Formula One. Yeah. George, they don't really know. Like Pierre and all that, they don't really know. If you're in Formula One, you know him. So yeah. Charles and Lewis are with Ferrari. Max is with Red Bull. If you're a brand, Fernando's your next guy. Yeah. Like, I'm like much. elevating yeah. that brand even more because people know him outside of Formula One. Absolutely. Like, I think that there are a few people who would transcend the sport and you've named every single one of them. Yeah. Like current drivers anyway. Yeah. Are, are the options he's got, if he was to look at it from a, like a commercial perspective as well, like obviously they've got the skills down. Oh, it's like yeah. Max is at Red Bull. Lewis and Charles are at Ferrari. He's, he's the only other driver that kind of does transcend the sport. And I think logically it makes sense. Like if I'm in that, like I got one year with a top team and uh, we'll see what happens in 2026. I mean, so do you have any, uh, do you have any final thoughts, anything you want to talk about before we talk about uh, Andretti? Uh, so I think we should make Andretti a separate episode, obviously. Okay, that's, that's fine. Views. All right. Like, oh yeah you mentioned views all right yeah so okay so imagine we're restarting the conversation yeah. now so yeah. yeah um your thoughts i mean like you said you say so you your two were alonso and alonso is my reasonably obvious choice however yep. if if i'm toto i would be very tempted by alex albon but i yep. mean i know another name that's popped up into my head Mick Schumacher. No. But uh, it's it's highly unlikely. That's that goes into your unrealistic category. I think the only way that Mick Schumacher gets and because because of this domino effect, and this is gonna kick off a big domino effect, right? Yeah. So my theory is that the only way that Mick Schumacher is gonna get another seat in F one is if Mercedes use their power with the Williams team, they take Alex up and they put Mick in into Williams. That's the only way I can see this playing out like that. Unless, for example, Toto's like, you know what? Mick, I believe in you. You're in. But I, I highly doubt that. I mean, also, he didn't really set... I know it's Haas. He didn't really set. And he got beat by K-Mag. I mean, if you... As much as we love to romanticise F1 and Schumacher, you've you got to be ruthless in the F1 game. And exactly, like, yeah. So K-Mag... K-Mag beat him and Hulkenberg is being K-Mag. So could Hulkenberg go there? Could Esteban Ocon go there? Because he's represented Ocon is by... Ocon represented by, Mark, by, Toto. by Toto. So 
it's Ocon. I don't rate Ocon. Yeah, could Pierre Gasly sorry. go there? Yeah, but I'm happy at Alpine. I th- like I said, uh, this is going to create a big Carl- domino effect. And yeah, like, I can't see Carlos going to Mercedes. I just can't. I don't know why. I just can't. I think to see Checo. No, I I don't think Checo would go there either. I think I think that you, if you're if you're Mercedes, you would look at your own driver academy unless somebody like Fernando Alonso is available. And Fernando Alonso, he loves winning races and he loves this. He loves a bit of bit of cashish. So if there's potentially an option at Mercedes, he could be tempted. But it obviously depends on how well Aston Martin do this first half of the season, I think. But I yeah. imagine that silly season will probably be over minus one or two drivers by the end of the summer break. Yeah, um, I, I don't see McLaren changing. McLaren aren't going to change until 2027 because Ooh. they've got their drivers locked Ooh. in. Here's a little curveball. Mm. Actually, I don't, I don't think I would, actually, based on McLaren. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, I knew you were going to say, as soon as you said that. But then like, I just realised, like, yeah, his no. performances at McLaren weren't exactly the best. So. No. Um, but if Daniel Ricciardo comes out of the gate swinging for racing balls, or whatever you want to call them this week, for Toro Rosso, if he smashes it for Toro Rosso, <laughs> then uh, you could potentially argue Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. I think Nico's a dark horse. I think Nico's a dark horse. I don't. I don't see Nico going. I just don't. I. I think that one. He's German. He's German. He is German, but I just don't see it happening. Personally, true. He's uh, German. Yeah. Nico, Alex. Al- oh. Like I said, I think Alex. Alex, I would give a forty percent chance to Alonso. I'd give a fifty percent chance to ten percent chance outside right now, as things stand. But like I said, that's just me. It's going to be interesting regardless. But like I said, this will 100% kick off a domino effect. Um, I think that, like I said, it's also it's also going to probably play into Sauber slash Audi's hands as well when trying to negotiate anything with Carlos, uh, which has been heavily rumoured as well. But this is going to be interesting regardless you, so I, i'm just on the formula one website um mm-hmm. and there was an article written uh by lawrence barretto on the 27th of january so a few yeah. days ago yeah i'm just gonna read you a little expert from this from it's his thoughts on because lando and charles had uh, signed long-term extensions yeah what does this mean for the driver market and he narrowed it down to like two uh two drivers who could like cause a ripple one was Carlos Sainz, the other was Alex Albon. Right? Okay. Uh, in here, he says, remember this way before Lewis, the Italian team are assessing their options for that seat and are understood to have multiple avenues they could explore to find a partner for Leclerc, yeah. from experienced racers to those busy making a name for themselves. So even then, like he said, like they're exploring their options. Known, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. Should they choose not to retain science, a Spaniard will have a plethora of options. Will yeah, he? He reckons he could go to Red Bull. Know. He could go to Red Bull. I mean, th- that is an option. I just don't see it happening. I just don't. But I, <clears throat> I'm going to give you an outside shout, though. 
what if Perez went to Sauber? I don't I don't see him going backwards really. But new regulations, new regulation change. It's Audi. They're big boys. Um, and obviously he's huge in American markets. So I don't know. It's something maybe maybe Audi want to target that market. I don't know. It's just a current theory that I have. Maybe. Maybe. Theories are where the because that would then obviously be where where cars would end up at Red Bull. So, but I think that the car loss to Audi makes more sense. See, I think that I think they'll only let Checo go if he does the same as last year. Yeah. You know, I think they're like, look, we these regulations are getting tighter. Teams probably will catch up. Yeah. Uh, for this season, it's like we don't want to lose. We we've had our first one too. We want to keep that. We don't want to lose or be really challenged for the constructors. Yeah. So if if Checo doesn't perform um, with consistent, let, let's be honest, consistent podiums because Max will be winning everything. I think they'll be like, look, we need to get someone else in because who knows what the regulation changes are going to be like. Yeah. If teams like McLaren could make a massive leap, who knows what they'll do for 2025? Who knows I mean, what Ferrari, but let's Aston Martin would do? This is a hypothetical, right? Yeah. If you're Max Verstappen, right, and you win the first three races, right? However, McLaren get all all three of those races, they also get a collection of like four, maybe five podiums collectively, right? Points-wise... McLaren could be ahead if Sergio isn't consistently scoring decent points. That's when I think the trouble is going to kick in, is if McLaren come out of the blocks properly going for it and in the constructors, it's looking a bit squeaky bum time. That's when I think the pressure could really be on Sergio and it will either make or break him. Because also, I think if you look at the beginning of 23 as well, his performances weren't exactly set in the world alight. He only won... Because Max was so far down the grid. I still genuinely believe that if they were around about the same sort of position, probably be a completely different story. And I don't think Sergio would have won any races last year. So, yeah, you know, so it, I said it, he's got to yeah. perform. Otherwise, he, he's going to be out. Admittedly, so. Sergio did perform when Max wasn't because of penalties or like whatever. But still, uh, yeah. But, I, but even then, like he, he didn't, right? He didn't. Yeah. Not really. Not really. No, that's the thing. And that that's why I, I cannot see Sergio being there for 2025. Cannot see uh, I can if he ups his game. Yeah, I just love his consistent performance. I can't see it happening. I can't I see Sergio upping his game. So, but like I said, this, this going back to the original topic, this Lewis Hamilton news will absolutely cause domino effects. And it's going to be very, very interesting as an F1 fan to see exactly what happens over the next coming weeks, months. Um, I think up until the summer break, the summer break in, in particular will be very spicy um, because I think teams will look to close their 25 drives up until the new regulation changes. And I think we'll maybe have a 50-50 split of teams that want to secure drivers for the new regulation changes and ones who maybe want to experiment. Um, yeah, but I think that McLaren have played it very well. And I think Ferrari have played it fantastically well as well. 
think both of those teams will come out of the regulation changes absolute winners. Red Bull, I would argue, maybe giving giving them a third in terms of like position pre um, pre regulation change. Um, but can you imagine if you're Ferrari bringing in the wealth of knowledge, the the racecraft of Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari, you are giving yourself an even better starting position for those regulation changes because work on the 26 cars hasn't even started yet because you're, you're not allowed as per the regulations you're not allowed uh the only people who can start technically working on regulations are the engines engine suppliers i mean this is formula one i i've i'll still do it but i shouldn't make predictions <laughs> let's not do predictions let's let oh, I hit my microphone let's not do predictions now um yeah let's let's end the podcast here because i think that there's only so much information that we have right now as well um and it's gonna be it's gonna be particularly interesting uh over the next couple of coming weeks months um but we don't have any more information so let's not let's not chat too much more because who knows i was looking through our bingo Mm. and uh we had a driver change but that was during the season yeah, so that, that was like that was like you take out a current driver and you replace him. Yeah, so like if there's an injury or something like that, that's what I'm thinking of in that bingo card. But if you're listening to this right now, you're like, "What do you mean bingo?" Uh, <laughs> so we will let, let's let's plug a little bit of ourselves. So we were supposed to be uploading a episode with Yam Yam F1 and F1 Coffee Corner, uh, and we were going to be doing some bingo. However, that was supposed to come out today, <laughs> but this news has obviously blown out of the water. So that will come out over the weekend, I think, probably like Saturday, Sunday. Um, so in a couple of days, uh, we will also be immediately stopping recording uh, and jumping straight into talking about the Andretti news as well. So if you are currently listening to this, you've made it, what, about half an hour-ish through. I think I'm going to have to chop a couple of minutes. Um, but be sure to head over to the 107 podcast um, on your preferred platform. Uh, and check out the other episode that we're probably going to be uploading within 24 hours of this episode coming out, all about Andretti, because that is also particularly spicy news. And I have a very, very harsh thing to say about the whole situation. Um, so if you if you want to hear me potentially shoot myself in the foot, then be sure to come and check us out. And be sure to follow the podcast, give it a rating if you fancy it. Um, but wow. It's official. Lewis Hamilton will be driving for Ferrari in the 2025 Formula One season. Outrageous. 